Hey everybody, welcome to D-Comedy, our rewatch, review, whatever you want to call it, podcast. Uh, this month, your D-commentators are me, Luke. And me, Emma. And once again, it's just us. I know we talked last time about how we should really get, you know, a guest again, because it's been a while, but it's been a crazy month here at the D-Comedy Studios. Luke just is bad at planning, and he can never tell me when we're doing this, so. I was, and I I'm the one who's one. always in charge of getting guests, because I'm the more uh, popular person. That's, okay, that's debatable but no i planned this one well i gave you like two weeks notice when we were doing this well, that was, i was really i was really proud of myself you could do better <sighs> anyway uh right off the bat i want to quickly apologize to our listeners we're using kind of a different recording setup than we usually do because i'm traveling for spring break so our audio is probably a little worse uh but we're still here the show must go on and we are here to talk about the 13th year i love this movie <laughs> yeah right so did I. I was genuinely blown away by how much I enjoyed it. I also it. think out of all the ones, this is just a random fact, but like I think out of all the ones that we've watched, and we have like a pretty serious, you know, re- repertoire at this point, but like I, this is the one that I remembered the most. Maybe it's because it's the one I probably watched the most. Like I remembered this almost beat for beat. I, I remembered moments from this movie and I wasn't sure how they connected. Like I remember how it ends. I remember the moment of him lifting his arms up and the, there being fins there and stuff like that. I mean, we watch, as, as we explained last month, we would watch it every single uh, month on your birthday. I mean, every single March. It was always on on my birthday. Always. And I was convinced that Disney was trying to tell me that I was a mermaid. Spoiler alert, that was not true. I mean, you don't know. Uh, but before we before we get into uh, our talk about the film, we got a, just a couple inklings of DCOM news. Um, first of which is a segment that is technically making a return, but I did not name it, and that is a duck talk. Oh, you. Thank you. Uh, so I, this was this came out early in the month, and since we're recording a little later in the month than usual, I, you've probably already heard about it if you're hot on the pulses of Disney Channel news these days. But uh, we got some more stuff from the uh, DuckTales reboot. We got a full-on trailer um, and it's incredible. I loved it. It's a very good trailer. I was very nervous about how David Tennant was going to sound as Scrooge McDuck and he is wonderful. He's killing it. Well, I'm sure David Tennant can finally sleep at night knowing that he has your approval. He worked really hard for it. He's earned it. But I mean, everybody sounded really good. The Duck Brothers all sounded really good. They made me laugh, like genuinely if that was nice. I thought, um, God, wow. How did I... What's wrong with me? Lodge Man McQuack. There we go. Well, I kept trying to say I was like Flight Deck McDuck or something. <laughs> Flight Deck McDuck. <laughs> Launchpad's crappy brother. Hey, this is my brother Flight Deck. That was like it's Costco brand Launchpad <laughs> McDuck. Flight Deck McQuack. Um, but no, Ugh. um I thought he sounded really good. And he, that was like the only parts in the trailer where I like genuinely laughed. When he was like flying the plane, he's like, Oh, there's the ground. Yeah. <laughs> It was that it was that one that was good, and I also laughed when uh, Webby was asking them about uh, who the evil twin uh, triplet was. That was and not funny. I thought that was funny. I, I liked Kate McCucci as Webby. She's doing a good job, but I, it's a great trailer. You should watch if you haven't seen it. And it did get me genuinely excited for the reboot. Hopefully, it'll meet my expectations. Um, Otherwise, already, David Tennant has to kill himself. <laughs> um, but they already cleared it for season two, so that's exciting. So I guess they believe in it somewhat. 
And also the uh, Big Hero 6 animated series that they're coming out with also got already got a season two. I've had two. enough. I had yeah. enough of the animated series for the movies. Either make a sequel or get get out. Well, speaking of which, Tangled the animated series. I've had enough. <laughs> and it, uh, I didn't watch the movie, as I said, because we're gonna we have to review it at some point. I don't care. Um, another quick thing is that there's been some talk from particularly Joe Jonas, but I think Demi Lovato has also chipped in saying that they would be down for a Camp Rock three, which is kind oh my of god. Exciting. I'm there. I'm yeah. so there. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that he said, well, and I think he said this and then Demi echoed it, is that they wanted to do like an R-rated Camp Rock, which is not going to happen. Like, well, which would never happen, but I'll watch it if he can put it on YouTube. Like, If he if they do like an independently like crowdfunded version of Camp Rock and like give it away so Disney can't sue them, like I would be down. But I'm saying it shows that they are in fact open to the idea of Camp Rock 3, and that's God, exciting. Camp Rock is so good. That is a good God, one. God, the Jonas Brothers are so good. I want yeah. them. I was in Soul Cycle the other day, and mm-hmm. I did a arm sequence, because my teacher is really great and appreciates good music. Just a medley of the Jonas Brothers' greatest hit. That... Uh, like that Paranoid <laughs> connected song. To, connected oh, to you. Oh, God, it was so good. They, did they play SOS? Yes. It was like SOS, Paranoid, and another one that I can't remember. But like Year 3000, I imagine. No, they actually did. What? I that's know. like their first, that's like their original hit. But it was like a remix where they like blended all three together and like that, it was oh. that's like too much of a standout to blend in so well, you know? Yeah. I oh, Burning Up, that one. Oh, Burning Up. That's a good one. you, baby. Oh, wow. Please stop doing that. Um, Sorry. I want to jump into this movie. I'll start. In the opening credits, quite literally the opening first five seconds of this movie, where we learn the lead actor's name in this movie. Did you catch this? Chez Starbuck? Chez Starbuck. If that is not a porn star name, I do (laughs) not know. Like, that is not his real name. There's no way that's his real name. I think it might be. I think I remember also, doing the other some, kid, like, research. Also, the other kid, like, the nerd kid's name is, like, John John Michael Ross. Like, it, it's another name that sounds incredibly fake. And then Dave Coulier. Yeah, that, yeah, he is in this, which is fantastic. Um, no, his, his, his legal name, as far as I'm aware, is Chez Starbuck. Wow. What is, do we know if he's done anything after this that isn't porn? Um... He says former actor here, so I'm assuming he's kind of gotten out of the... It says best known for the 13th year. This might be this might be a one-and-done situation. Uh, I mean, it's a pretty good decom to, to one-and-done on. Apparently he was in, like, a Mary Kay Nashley, like, school dance party. Oh, I had that VHS. That was a good one. I'm sure you did. You had all the Mary Kay Nashley yeah, VHS. Yeah, all the parties. Yeah, those were amazing. Since he hasn't acted since 2003, but apparently, oh, he's become, like, an artist. So that's Good cool. for him. Congrats, Chez. Oh, you can follow, if you know what, follow him on uh, the old Instagram. Yeah, I'll Instagram. give him a follow. Chez, under, Chez underscore Starbuck. That's cool. Um, anyway, but yes, so that, that is this, uh, actor's legal given name, as far as I can tell, Chez Starbuck, and yes. he plays Cody Griffin, who, uh, we Spoiler alert, is as, <laughs> yes, um, we meet him under the sea as he is clutching to his mother as, who is a mermaid, who, weirdly, I kid you not, listeners, never gets a line in this film. I get the idea, like, she's a mermaid, she probably wouldn't know English, but the fact that her entire performance consists of concerned looks from the water is a little, uh, underwhelming. I like her, she I looks mean, great looking concerned. Sure. Um, so she is swimming through the water as the credits roll, and then she swims by a fisherman, and the fisherman immediately gets on her tail because he thinks she's a giant fish. Also, did you notice that... The fisherman, like, on the boat has, like, a thing that's called, like, fish tracker. 
It looks like a weird Batman gadget where it's like a sonar and like, it's like, I'm like, that is not a thing that exists. No, no, it's, no, to, no, I have a fish radar like that does exist. To be fair, it is depicted horribly because it says like locked on That's target what I'm and saying. stuff like that. And it like said no, like the bubble saying... was like fish over here. I'm like, I think this would be a lot more complicated if that, um did exist on this boat but they're obviously dumbing it down for disney channel original movie yes that, also yes, can you agree with me that. that like that boat does not look sophisticated enough to have some high-tech fish radar yes that too um but he is he sees this quote-unquote fish and starts chasing it he's like really confused what's going on and at one point he says i'd swear that fish was half human and i was like foreshadowing no not even foreshadowing just like no one talks like that no one would say that but so he's chasing this mermaid um, and then she decides, you know what, I'm done with this. And then is like hanging out by a buoy and then sees another boat right next to her. And like, I'm going to take my baby and I'm going to put it in this boat. That seemed like I'm a weird go. choice. I was so confused. Why? I is thought this she was boat... putting it on the buoy, which seemed safer. But she was just putting it in a different boat. It's just a basket like right on the edge of a boat. And I'm, that's what I'm saying is if like she thinks, OK, people in boats bad. They're trying to kill me. I'm going to just I'm just going to put my son in one. And then I'm going to go take care of this other one. And her, what I understand is why. I think maybe he was, it was hard to swim and carry him at the same time. That's all I have for you. I don't have anything else. I wish I did. Fair enough. But then the second, secondary confusing thing about this scene is that the way that she handles this fisherman is that she reveals herself to her, to him. And is just like, Hey, what's up? I'm a mermaid. Yeah. She gives it up. Unless you were going to kill him. Like that's not a really foolproof plan. After she, after she distracts the fisherman into crashing into some rocks, um, she goes back to retrieve her baby and she finds out that the Dave Coulier has stolen it. Yes, Dave Coulier. <laughs> Much and like his he wife. stole the hearts of America. <laughs> um, Dave Dave Coulier and his wife, also known as basically Dharma and Greg. That's basically yeah. who they are. Okay, I'm gonna say something controversial, but I thought that they were both really good in this. Yeah, I mean I didn't hate them. I like I, I thought feel the like mom a... was really good. She was believable. No, they were fine. I thought Dave Coulier was totally fine. It could be enjoyable at times. And yeah, the mom I was good I also didn't for think that they two. were terrible parents, which has been a constant theme of these movies where everyone seems to be parented horribly. They were okay. Yes. Um, but the thing is, is that like, uh, they find the baby because they hear it crying. And then the, and then the mom sees the baby. She's like, oh, it's a baby. And then he's like, yeah, where did it come from? And then she just goes, let's keep him. And he's like, I know. What? She immediately is like, like, that's not your baby, lady. Yeah. And they say later that they did take it to the police. But I in, really. In like the fourth quarter, they bring that up. Finally, yeah, you can I tell re- that some yeah, I re- PA like, was reading the script and was like, guys, we never addressed the fact that they stole this baby. Yeah, and like, I'll oh, fuck. Throw in a line at the end about them going to the police. I like, definitely they realized... think they just took this baby and did not informally because they're literally walking on the beach being like we can call him cody and dave coulier is like oh, yeah instantly, okay instantly like, they're his parents and also i'm pretty sure if you do go to the police they don't just let you keep the baby no they let, there would be a child service yeah because they're like they say no one ever showed up to take you and i was like wait so they let you keep the baby while they were trying to find its parents no they put it in foster care or whatever no, like not in this town not in this whimsical sea village yeah and so Finders, she keepers loser weepers yeah uh, so she is looking on again, concerned looks from beside a buoy as her child is being stolen. Um, so then we cut to a very specific 13 years later. Yeah, very specific. Uh, yes. And we cut open on a swim team uh, getting ready at a swim meet. God, there's so much swim team shit with this. Yep. Uh, so much swim team stuff. And instantly we're introduced 
to the douchebag of the movie. I hesitate to call him the bully because I actually, they actually have kind of a complicated relationship in this movie, which I was I, really... I don't understand it. First of all, oh, my first two notes are just Ches Starbuck, Dave Coulier. The second thing is, why are they popular? Like, since in what world is the swim team the most popular sport on campus? First I mean, of all. I guess we're supposed to assume that because it's like a beach town. This whimsical sea reason. village where you can keep other people's children. Yes, I'm assuming that, that like swimming is cool here. I guess. But like, but, but I mean, it's so weird to me that like, okay, so what we see basically is like he's late for the swim meet, whatever. His He swims against his rival, like frenemy, I guess. They're like friends, but like not really. Yeah, no, that, that's that's what I was saying. Whose is dad that, is the coach? Other... No. Yes. No. Dad is rich. No, dad the, drives a BMW. The dad is a dad. We never we see the dad pull up in a car. We never see his face. Yeah. Um, but what I'm saying is, is that I thought immediately going into this, I saw that kid be kind of a dick. And I was like, he's the bully who doesn't like Chez and is constantly mean to him. <laughs> And then there's one girl in the shot, and I was like, she's the love interest, they're best friends, and they're both on the swim team, and they're going to end up together in this movie. And then Disney Channel proves me wrong. Both of those statements turn out to be false, and I was blown away, because they actually do it different. Cody and this kid, this bully, not bully, this mean kid named Sean, are actually friends, but they are like rivals, but... Sean is also kind of a dick. Like, he's not, like, a fun, like, hey, I almost had you, man. Mm -hmm. He's like, oh, man, I look so good in gold. But they're still, like, friends, which is an interesting relationship. And then full-on Cody and this girl Sam are straight-up dating. They are explicitly... But, like, dude, this relationship escalates so fast. I This was my other note. So, like, they are at the meet, and, like, Cody's nowhere to be found because he's helping at his parents, like, junkie tour boat or whatever, and he shows up. And they're like, has anybody seen Cody? Like, they keep asking Sam if she's seen Cody. And she's like, no, have, like, like, she has no answers. They're like, it's, it's not clear that they, like, the, there's a thing between them. And then it, then they're getting picked up from the meet. And Sean asks, as Sean hits on Sam and is like, yo, do you want to go on my dad's, like, fly 1999 mm-hmm. red BMW? <laughs> he's not that specific. But, okay. uh, but basically, and she's like, no, I'm going to walk home with Cody because even though he's poor, I like him. Basically, that's subtext. I'm getting this layered. But, like, they're like, no, I'm with Cody. And then, like, they just grab hands. And, like, that means they're dating. Like, they were not dating before the hand grab. That's very clear. Otherwise, Sean would not have asked her to come in the BMW with him. Like, he was trying to get And she, in that moment, she decided that she wanted Cody. And then they're, like, dating. And that did Coulier pulls up in a minivan and is like, so are you guys a thing now? I was like, what? Like, are, are they a thing? I couldn't tell with Coulier if he was just, like didn't know what was going on with his son's life and was like, wait, are you guys dating or something? Um, or like, was just, or you're right. And they, they, that handholding means they are now dating. I think that's what that was. I'm telling you. Where This actually is, this whole uh, swimming scene encapsulates two big problems I have with this movie. One is that I know I said this kind of jokingly in Pixel Perfect, but exactly like in You Wish, and almost worse than in You Wish, time has no meaning in this film. Time has absolutely no meaning. They literally, I think they jump like a full week and like a second later on. It's the craziest thing. Um, and second of all, is that there? This movie has a ton of dubbed dialogue. Like the dubbing could, is so bad. I don't know why so they dub like every so one obvious. of his lines. I was like, it's like there's points where I'm watching it where like the the, the audio isn't matching their mouth. No, hundred percent. And you see this on the coach, I think, is the first time that he obviously some of his lines are being dubbed. Which, by the way, I gotta say, the coach is kind of my favorite character. He's Who's, like, so, super into, like... He's all right, so you know what? I'm going to say something here that's going to be controversial, but uh, when have I not really, dr- like, drawn some hard lines in the sand? Everybody is way too into child swimming. All of these adults, 
are way too into packing the bleachers and watching his kids in Speedos. That's all I'm going to say. Like, everybody, that coach is way too into kids swimming. You know who else is too into kids swimming? The fucking dad with binoculars and the bleachers. That guy well, would have got arrested. Everybody is too into kids swimming. Well, we'll, t- we'll talk about that when that comes up, but I, there is a better reason for it. But my thing is that... There's no um, good reason. I'm telling you right now, folks, write it down. Unless you want to get high-key arrested. That's the only unless, reason to do that. Or unless you suspect one of them is a mermaid, in which case it's fine. In which case anyway. you want to see it, but then you will get arrested afterward. That's <laughs> unless you live in a whimsical sea village where everything's fine. That's true. But, um... You're, but I think, but what confuses me about the whole everyone's so into swimming is that the coach says they have never gone to state, yes, which implies that their swim team. team is not great. And I'm but just the bleachers like, are packed. People are yeah, into it. Absolutely, it's a whole to do. It's a whole to do. There's a marching band there. There is. Uh, but I love the coach. He's so over the top. He constantly is wearing a full suit, which I feel like is a basketball coach thing. Like mm-hmm. I don't know why he's felt like to wear a full suit to a swimming. Yeah, pool, that was weird. Whatever. That was a weird choice. Um, but so Cody's late to this swim meet and the coach is freaking out and Sam is kind of upset about it. Mm -hmm. Um, and Cody is, we see Cody on his parents' boat. They run a tour boat business and the boat is broken. And so they're like, and he then blah, 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 blah. And he has to leave and runs, starts going to the meet to try to catch his ferry. And he misses the ferry. And then he swims to the ferry. He, no, he doesn't. He just jumps in the water fully clothed, and swims the entire distance. No, he gets on the ferry, dumbass. He outswims the ferry. I swear to God. Are you sure? God. I'm actually not I sure of this part because, because I, I remember being like, what is he pulling himself up on? And then I lost interest and started thinking about no, something else. No, because you can see the ferry in the background because right, well, the guy on the ferry is like, what? Okay, this guy's okay, I believe you. Ferry? Yes, and it's crazy because he doesn't have merman powers yet, so he's just like that good of a swimmer, I guess. Uh, so he makes this meet just on time and manages to race, and then we get some sweet swim porn because they start to swim for like 10 minutes there's so much it's swimming. so there's much so swimming. much swimming as you're talking about where like where time jumps insanely in this movie like mm-hmm. why we need to experience all the swimming in real time is truly insane to me like i don't need to see the woman's 200 meter butterfly but like i have to watch all these swim races happen in real time but like everything else is sped up i'm like can we i am not here to watch swim- swimming like it's so annoying yeah um, but so the, the race is going on. It goes on for way too long. And Co- Griffin, uh, I mean, Cody is just right behind Sean, but Sean Which is wins. like a, a common occurrence. We're led to believe that he's yes. always number two and Griffin's always number Yeah, something that's weird is that the announcer, I don't know if it's here or later, calls him his arch rival, which is yeah, really weird Yes, yes, it's later. And he, like, he knows way too much yeah. about their lives where he's like, yeah, best friends and arch rivals. I'm like, do you go to school with these two? Like, how do you know? Yeah, I don't know. But because they won, they get to go to state, and the coach is so happy, and he says, "Creams this is the his best pants. moment, literally creams in his pants. my entire coaching life." Creams that life. suit that he's wearing in a fucking pool. <laughs> like, what are you doing? So then, as they're celebrating and holding the trophy, somebody with a tuba falls into the pool, and Cody goes and saves him. And it's basically in a very a slow, vi- slow. He's like, yeah. and the coach is no, like, "Somebody get that kid out of the pool." I'm like, "That kid's no. dead. He's been underwater for five minutes." That's the thing too, is that there is a child drowning before. For them and everyone's just like, huh? They're this all loser, like walking. Huh? Uh, like and, like he, Cody, he's uh, Cody also like, like slowly, like a lot diving into the pool. Yeah. I'm like, with some urgency, please. Like, yeah, Cody is like, fine. fine, I'll save this kid's life because <laughs> the kid is life. splashing around, going, I can't swim, help, help. And they're just like, uh, this freaking guy, right? I'm like, there's a child dying in front yeah, of you. Yeah, the coach at one point is like, he's like, mm, see, that's why safety first. I'm like, dude, yeah, if this kid dies on your watch, you are gonna be in trouble. Um, 
so the nerdy the kid his name is Jess and he'll become very important as the film goes on he's a if good you need a visual actor. image he's a good actor he's fine he does a pretty good job the thing that uh if you need a visual image audience imagine the nerdy kid from the sandlot and then you got it yes baby. he's you literally like squints from the sandlot that yep. was what I wrote down this kid looks yeah, like squints from the down. sandlot I didn't remember I didn't remember his name but I wrote the nerdy kid from sandlot it looks just like him um so then they leave and we get that scene where Sean offers her a ride and then he, she says, no, okay. I'm with Cody and yada, yada, yada. So this all happens. I'm with Cody. They're dating. Something, we cut to the next day at school. No, yes. there's a scene in between. Of what? Is it even important? It's it's of the fisherman. He's, Doing what? Because we basically... Basically, it's just to establish the fisherman is obsessed with mermaids. Constantly derided because no one thinks mermaids are real except for him, and he's just like, "I'll prove you right one day, you fools." And also, I think we this is where we learn that he is the nerdy kid's father, or is that later? No, okay. it's not until he Sorry. goes to his house. No, it is. No, you, do you don't it. know. You because do, it, no, it's you like the know. reveal, Luke. Luke, you're wrong. I'm actually right about no, this. No, I'm right about this. No, you're it not. Is, you're right. You're wrong. No, I am. You're right, it is later. It is not this scene. You are correct. But what I'm saying is there is a scene without Cody involved where he comes in to the dad's work to do the guy's workshop and is like, Hey dad, but a but a ba. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Okay. I'm saying in their yeah, house so. when you go to that little whatever the junkyard house thing where they're living. I guess, but I'm saying it's revealed to the audience sooner, is all I'm saying. But not in this scene. So I'm correct and you scene. are wrong. Please take a but seat. Saying, Pull one up. I know, there's a I'm, chair, there's an imaginary chair. I know, but in what it. I'm saying is when Cody goes to Jess's house, that is not the reveal that the fisherman is his dad, is all I'm saying. I know, but there's a whole scene, but I'm saying there's a scene, there's like a there's a setup for the reveal that happens when okay. he walks into his workshop where he's like, Oh, my dad's a little weird, and you're like and you're like, what? And then you reveal then it, then you realize that that is his dad, and that's why he's saying that he's weird. And like, like that's the whole thing. No, it's revealed before that. You are it's wrong. Revealed. I am right. It is revealed in between that scene. He does say, "My dad's a little weird," and then before that, before he says that, you see a scene of him in his dad's workshop saying something Doing to him. What? I don't remember what. Doing what? I, Give I, me one piece I have, of dialogue. Hang on, I will find it. Um, it's the scene where he's looking up mer people stuff. That's way after. Nope, not that. While you're looking that up, I'm going to talk about this. So the Go next ahead. day at school, there's a dumb fisherman scene that really just establishes that this guy is still, like, into mermaids, but um, wants to fuck a mermaid. But so the next day <laughs> at school, I am so confused by, like, the fact that they have these, this whole scene. It's just, like, establishing the fact that, like, Cody is insane. Chez is insanely popular, which I do not understand <laughs> at all. Like, I cannot get my head around it. Like, there's a whole scene where this, like, random bitty comes up to Sam with her bad dyed red hair, and she's like, Oh my god, like I can't believe you're dating Cody Griffin, which is like another reason that leads me to believe this relationship is brand new. AKA that hand holding scene was them starting to date. And she's like, You're dating Cody Griffin, and she's like, Yeah, and she's like, I mean, it's like, isn't he sweet? And the other girl's like, um, what well, doesn't matter that he's sweet? Like, he's the most popular guy in school, so that makes you the most popular girl in school. I'm like, Cody's the most popular guy in school. That fucker that <laughs> swam across like a channel to get to the swim meet and almost jumped in the water with his shoes on, and also comes like everyone is treating him like a like literal king at school and they're like yeah cody like you killed a man like he came in second yeah that is that is weird that they treat him so it well would make so much more sense of like the other kid like sean was getting all the accolades and cody was like shit yeah. i want a piece of that but like he's being treated like a king for coming in second and i was like what is going on i that is you are right that is really confusing and i don't understand why uh, he is treated like the most, the most pot, the big man on campus. He's not only just treated like they, they actually say there's a girl, they an extra they hired to say that he is the most popular kid in school. Yes, no, you're, which I feel you like are right. every it's... all the information we have learned up until this point 
does not does literally does not tell me that at all. The other thing that I was really loved about this high school, it's just like a slice of life part of this movie where they're just kind of showing you like his average life before, you know, things get wonky, but like it's a beautiful slice uh-huh. of life where he's in his biology classroom and yes. he approaches, he does the peak of like late 90s teenage humor, which is like can't wait to learn about biology not and his friends like crack up and like are literally i'm like oh my god yeah he does a not joke it's crazy how he invented humor like not i wish i remember the exact phrase but it was like something like can't wait no it's it's literally that he he is whispering to his friends he's like oh first of all i'm looking at the goddamn movie right now and in that scene jess walks in with his tuba are you watching the movie again just to prove me wrong i i loaded it back up you are And I'm sad. looking at the scene. I listen. Scene? You're just trying to derail the fact that I was right. What scene? Jess where does it occur? In. It's revealed way. It's revealed way earlier. When does it occur? It's the same scene. He's derided by the fisherman outside his workshop, and then he's like, "I'll prove you right." And then he comes in, and, and then Jess falls Jess in with his tuba because he come from the swim meet. And then he says, "Hey, dad." Well, then why do they is. have all that setup right. of like his parents being weird, but him not talking about his dad? I thought that's like a. It felt like they were setting up for a surprise. I guess I shouldn't base my the. Uh, instincts on like the screenwriting and disney channel original movies but that's my fault i believe um so where i yeah so you're so not even the, listening because you're so busy you got this stupid detail i i clo- i closed it i'm sorry anyway but yeah they're in the biology class and what he says is his friend his uh he whispers to his friends like oh yeah that'll be great learning about fish and stuff and then the teacher is like what is that mr griffin and then he's like i'm just really excited to learn about marine biology and then she's like hmm and then he goes not nah. and it's <laughs> supposed to be the pinnacle of comedy i guess but basically what happens here is that he gets paired up with Jess, the nerdy kid who he saved from drowning earlier. Tuba kid. a science project. Tuba kid. And he tells him that, uh, Jess, Jess tells him, I'm actually really good at marine biology. I've got this. Of course we're ride he is. This to an of a. course he's really good of at course marine he biology. Is. Yep. Um, and he literally, that's the thing I like about Jess is that he is so self-aware about his own character trope. Yeah, I like, like it. It's really, re- that's what I'm saying. This, this movie does so many things that are weirdly refreshing where it's like the bully isn't exactly the bully. It's also his friend. The, the he and the girl are already basically dating. Um, and the nerd is totally aware that he's a movie nerd and is just like, nerds don't have friends. Nerds know about these kinds of things. Blah, 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 blah. He's like almost like a Westworld host who is very aware of his place uh-huh. in the, in the greater, greater ecosystem of this movie. Yes. And so he says, we should start working on this project immediately. Like, how about tomorrow? And Cody says, we can't do tomorrow. Tomorrow's my birthday. Um, you can come by if you want. So he said, so then we cut to the party and the mom serves everyone beet cake. Which was because disgusting. She's, She's this wacky. This is where we start, all... first start getting the mom's character traits of being like yeah. a wacky health mom, like Phoebe from Friends. I guess. I still think Dharma and Greg's a fine comparison, but it is a little more specific towards like um, natural remedies and all natural foods. And yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Um, so uh, everyone's eating this disgusting cake. And oh, this, I'm sorry. We, we missed something important. During the scene where Jess is talking to Cody, Cody is drinking from a water fountain and okay. he describes. <laughs> I have a problem with this. I, okay. A lot of the, 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 his symptoms of being a merman are a little bit off the wall, but like they kind of find a way to explain no, them. No, they are crazy. Like scales. Okay. You're, you know, scales. Got it. Got it. Scales fine. I'm ranking yeah, these. Swimming a faster. Swimming faster. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, electricity. That's a tough sell. Why that, are you that electric? That is a tough sell. But eels, they, they explain, explain it. it. They're like, you have they an electric. They explain it. And I was like, 
I don't get why you're doing this. I don't get it, but, but you you took the time to explain it, and so I'll I'll ride with you there to that. Like like it's not even the absurdity of it. Like it shows at one point that he can talk to fish, and I'm like, that's an established mermaid thing. Yeah, I, I was that. like, the electricity you've got to and and the they weird, spend the way much one. more time on electricity than they do anything else. Their electricity is the, a major the, part of it. And here's it while we're bringing this up right now. Something they never explain is why he's like Spider Man. That's what I was going to say. The two yeah. things that really, really do not track for me are sticky hands and feet, where he becomes Spider Man, and Literally. second of all, in unquenchable thirst. <laughs> I, I think the idea behind the thirst is that he needs to stay hydrated, which what? I get. But at the same time, like, they don't, they like... don't drink water. Like, they swim in it. Yes, like, that's what I'm saying. It's not like mermaids like, it's a are, different like, known for just housing water all day and night. That's not how that works. Yeah, I, yeah that's not how it works. Um, but so he goes inside to get more water at his birthday party because he's, he's, he says, he says to Jess, like, what? I'm thirsty. I've been thirsty lately. Shut up. Um, and then the girlfriend follows him in. And then she gives him her, her gift, which is a framed photo of herself. Oh my god, is, that was so weird. I actually I cringed at that point. That was like it's not even a framed photo of each other. It's just I mean of the both of them. It's just her in a framed photo, which is like I feel kind of presumptuous and really narcissistic. It wasn't like, great. I get, it was tough. I get that this. I get that this is the '90s, so like you can't find pictures of your girlfriend on Instagram and they're readily available and everything. But like. That's a little weird for like a thirteen year old to be like, I'm gonna get my boyfriend a framed photo of myself so that everyone know he mine. And then she says, Well, there's another part of your gift. Um This was also like, tough really? to watch. This was very weird to watch. And she closes her eyes and leans forward in like a halfway to a kiss, which she's breaking Hitch's rule of kissing where she The like, guy's supposed to go ninety and you're supposed to go ten? Well, no, Emma, let's be gender inclusive here. If you want to kiss someone, go 90, let the other go person 10. come okay. 10. Okay. Hitch's rule, like, go That's 90, fine. let the other person come she 10. Goes, she, she goes, goes like a solid 15, no, I would say. No, she goes and zero. Let's... <laughs> um, and also something that bugged me about the scene is that her hair is constantly blowing, even though they're indoors, which is weird. Her bangs are a mess. You know how I said <laughs> in my style corner for uh, Demi Lovato in the Princess Protection one that her bangs looked great? And uh, Kirsten Storms and Johnny Tsunami, great bangs. These bangs are fucking disgrace. You said you hate, you, you called Demi's bangs a terrible mistake. Those were a mistake, but they at least were in one place at one time. They knew to stay in a line. They weren't going <laughs> rogue. Her part is all over the place. Her her hair part doesn't know where it wants to live. She it is so confused. The color of her hair is unnatural and disturbing. And those Emma, bangs are a wispy. This is all I need to say. There's no there's no other style happening in this movie, and all I need except okay. for one other moment that I will touch upon when we get to it. But those bangs okay. were like a wispy mess that I just wanted to tame or chop off with like a rusty pair of scissors. Fair. So uh, Cody is super pumped about this and goes in to kiss her. But then we see some energy. Electricity. Impart, uh, electricity occur upon contact. And this is, goes into the whole electricity thing we were talking about. Um, and they get shocked, like a static shock. Ooh. Um, <laughs> Sparks are flying. Like, Sparks are flying. And they get like kind of pushed apart, and they're like, "Whoa, what was that?" And then he's like, like "That oh, we was could weird. try." Yeah, and he's like, oh, "We could try again." And she's like, "Nah, I'm okay." No, she goes, uh, "Maybe on your next birthday." Oh yeah, she does say that. I was like, um, "Bitch, he's gonna be a mermaid by then." But so. again, I I was blown away because in I was blown away in Pixel Perfect when they let them kiss on the lips, and they let them kiss on the lips multiple times in this film. It is just like that really quick. Mwah. It's not like yeah. a prolonged kiss. They're not it's making just like out. A, Real quick peck. They all uh, also not... are only supposed to be 13. Like, I that's... Yeah, it, it is kind of weird. Um, but I mean, I guess I had uh, my first kiss when I was like 12, 13, but like still, they're very comfortable with 
kissing each other for being I mean, 13. no, I mean, she clearly treats it like it's like a whole thing. Like, she's like, this is a, it's this a, is a present. It's a present. Yes. As well as, as well as this creepy framed photo of me. It looks like I died in yeah. a war. <laughs> yeah. So then they go back outside and, uh, Jess shows up on his bike and he's got a little gift for Cody and I thought that was adorable. This was really uh, sad. This made me sad. Did, it when was he's so like, sad. Oh, are you one he, of Cody's friends? And he's like, not he, really. Give him yeah, this no, gift. I was he, like, oh, you assholes. He, yeah, he knows that he is not cool enough to be hanging with Cody. He's just like, I know we're only here, you're only talking to me because of the project. I get it. Um, blah, 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 blah. But he's like, he invited me to this birthday. I should go. Here, I'll get him a gift that means something to me. And I was like, oh, why does everyone hate Jess? He's it trying his best. It was sad. It was sad. But yeah, because he, he rolls up and Sean's at me like, who's invited the nerd? <laughs> and Cody's just like, I invited him. I didn't think he would show up. And it, and uh, Jess, to his credit, is reading the room. He that knows no that one, he needs. He, that, again, he, I would say, if I say one thing about Jess, as we've touched on before, he knows. He knows he's mm-hmm. a nerd. He knows that it's not cool that you can't swim in this weird sea village where that seems to be the yeah. most important thing. And he knows that, like, he knows his place in the world. Yes. Um, and so he gives the present to his mom. And then he's like, I'm not his friend. Bye. And then we cut to that night as Cody's laying in his bed and his parents are kissing him goodnight. And then he opens, well, he opens Jess's gift and it's 20,000 leagues under the sea. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. I want, yeah, that was okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so uh, then Cody falls asleep and they do... This is another problem I have with this movie. Whoever did the sound design on this film Wild. was on bath salts. On drugs. It is Math. insane. It, it is either normal, like kind of out of place, or full on like a South Peruvian pan flute band, Native American chanting. There was a lot of weird like, things happening, especially in the dream sequences. Yes. I was like, am we I on peyote right now? They, yeah, like, they do a dream sequence of just like weird images. And you got this weird like Tetris nightlight that's like influence things and he's like dreaming it's supposed to be dreaming of like the water and everything and it's the weirdest freaking thing and the music really is just so confusing because like we're saying it's literally like it's all very tough it's chanting and like flutes and i don't know but it's weird as hell it sounds like like it's from like a like if a tv show that doesn't understand how native american culture works yes uh did something about native americans it sounds like that kind of music yeah it's really it's really tough um a lot of times i was really confused about the sound design of what or what was happening mm-hmm. also all of the music played behind like literally any conversation a lot of times sounds like straight up circus music and i was confused yeah. by that as well it was it's crazy um, so he wakes up the next morning and I don't think there's ever like a scene of him being like, that was a weird dream or anything. Like he just kind of, he just like head takes day. a good deep breath. He's like, <gasps> and like yeah. jumps up and then he rolls out of bed and continues his day. Yes. And this is where the movie turns into Spider-Man for a little bit. Um, oh, I like, mean, for although, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This movie is turns into has several similarities to the 2000 movie Spider-Man by Sam Raimi, but this came out before it. So, so clearly, so clearly, which came Sam, first? Yeah, and Sam, who clearly, borrowed from who? So did Sam Raimi Sam, watch? Sam Raimi is a clearly a big fan of the 13th year. Is all I'm gonna say because there are some scenes that are like shot direct for shot, comparisons. shot for shot. Because he comes downstairs and the mom's making breakfast and he reaches to get orange juice and he drinks it out of a carton. Gross! Don't do that. Um, and 
then he tries to Why set it down, but it's stuck Why to his hand. They never, they never, they go to lengths to explain the things that are happening to him. They never explain uh, why his hands and feet become sticky. They literally were just like, they literally so call themselves out dumb. on it too. They say later, like, you can climb up walls like Spider-Man. I was like, but why? I'm like, what glad fish, we're also just like fully like, leaning it, into the Spider-Man thing. Like, yeah, we, is it just supposed to be because fish are kind of slimy and can, I don't know. Is it like, like a frog? Is that was the only thing that I could well, think frogs, of? Well, frogs, frogs aren't fish. I'm other amphibians. Well, I know, but you know what? It's, we're really loosely borrowing from eels and shit. So why not? Well, eels, uh, yeah, yeah, I get, I just, I don't understand why they made this choice when they already were trying to get kids to believe that mermaids have electricity powers. They were asking a lot from us. They were asking yes. a lot. And but one thing that is funny is that uh, the mom, he starts, he, get, he finally gets the orange card out of his and starts looking at his hands like, what's wrong with my hands? And then the mom just starts doing it too. I did not get this at no, all. It was why so is the mom weird. looking at her own hands? No, because I guess because she's supposed to be like weird and spacey and a free spirit. I don't know, but I don't know how that translates to like staring at your hands because your son is it staring doesn't. at his hands. It doesn't. It just, it, it made me laugh just because of how weird it was. It was very weird. Uh-huh. And then the dad walks in and is like, what's, am I the only same one in this house which Dave Coulier Classic Dave Coulier. Yep. Um, so then Cody somehow knows to find Jess at this tide pool by the ocean. And I know we talk, we were talking about how the acting in this movie is pretty good. For some reason, both of their acting gets so bad when it's just the two of them. I don't know yeah, what it is. I don't know. I think the gets, lines that really... they give them for these scenes are also really cheesy and like yeah. not good at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but they start talking and Cody's like kind of apologizing about the whole thing at the birthday party. And he's just like, hey, I'm a nerd. I get it. Whatever. And he's like, why do you like Again, doing this? very self-aware. Yeah. And he's like, why do you like doing this? He's like, some nerds have Star Trek and or some have Dungeons and Dragons. I have this. Tide pools. I was like, what? So they talk for a little bit, this tide pools. And basically they kind of become friends. And then I believe it cuts to school the next day. Yes, I think so. Yes, yes. Then they're back at school. Cody, it's basically just a scene that says, my parents are out of town or something and we need to go to your place to work. And yeah, this is and Jess we were, is like, yeah. my dad's weird as fuck. Like, let's, yeah. just warning you. Heads up, Yeah, dude. and this is the scene we were talking about where he comes in and Cody's like looking at his workshop and like, whoa, your dad has a lot of cool stuff. Dad's really and fucking dad's, like obsessed with mermaids. This yeah, is fucking the dad's weird. very... The dad's very creepy and goes like This zero. dad is creepy the entire movie. Okay. He if this is. man existed IRL, like no one would ever let their kids go to his fucking workshop. Let me be clear. Yeah, his acting is also very over the top, but not in like a fun way. It's a way. lot. It's a lot. It's, it's, it's a, a lot. lot to take on. He um, comes off as so a we... murderer. Like if I was watching an episode of SVU and like like oh, if God. this was framed as that, I'd be like, Well, he's for sure the murderer because that's the vibe he gives off literally the entire time. Yeah, because Cody just walks in, he's like, You got some really cool stuff here, Mr. Whatever his last Whatever name is. Whatever the fuck. Fisherman. Um, fisherman. And he's just like, yeah, your parents were on the boat tours, right? Have they ever seen anything Yeah, weird? what the fuck, dude? Like, he goes zero, he goes zero to 100 on the whole At least, thing. like, chill. Like, give them a sec to let them come yeah. to you. Yeah, like, let him ask. Like, so what's all this stuff about? And he's like, I believe in mermaids. No, he's just he's like. He's so open with the mermaid shit, too. Like, you were is, just getting really... teased for it. Maybe chill. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, no, but I, you get the impression he doesn't care that he's being teased because he knows that he's right. But I'm just saying, like, you, you can still be a functioning member of society and believe in mermaids. It doesn't have to be your whole thing. No, like, it's his whole thing. You can talk to a person without bringing up mermaids. Thing. No, you um, can't. But then, yeah, so this that scene happens, and then it's creepy and weird, and I don't like it. Um, and then they start working on the project. And then it immediately jumps to them getting the project back 
and Cody got an A, and he's super happy about it. And he's jazzed. He's like, is this what an mm-hmm. A feels like? I'm like, dude, how dumb are you? You've never yeah, gotten an it's, A? It's a little oh, that... weird. And then, and then the teacher says to him, good job, Cody. You might actually make it out of here alive. And I was like, teachers can't talk like that. No one can, no, no. teacher can say that to a student. They couldn't. That's horrible. That was mean. It was kind of um, mean. Yeah. So then it cuts to another shot of Cody drinking a ton of water at a water fountain. For like, there's a whole line. There's a whole of line people. of people. Yes. And yes. fun fact: one of them in the one of the people in the line is Kristen Stewart. No, it's, how much yes. shit is she in? God, she, it's a it's a young Kristen Stewart. For those of you who watch the movies with us, if there are any of you, do they just like um, throw her into any scene? They she, can? No, she. I mean, she was just like a kid. She was like a kid actor. She's Is a girl she waiting a, on deck for every. She's a <laughs> she's a girl. She's a girl in a white turtleneck waiting in line. That is her entire role. But Good, that is congrats. Kristen Stewart. You can kind of tell by her face. Again, unquenchable thirst. Why that is one of the so, defining yes. factors of being a merman. We'll never know. Well, I I yeah, it's weird. But then he starts. Oh, did we? Oh, we we totally skipped freaking like the biggest part about the merman transformation which is he's been getting this weird green rash on his hands oh god yeah i can't talk about it it actually really grosses me out it's kind of the the, whoever did the makeup on this movie did a pretty good job it looks messed up it freaks me Um, out but this happened at the tide pool scene he showed like jess spots the rash on his hands and it's just like a little splotch of like green it looks like it almost looks more like coral honestly than it does it's supposed to be scales but it looks like porous it's, more than it does. Whatever, like, however you shake it, it's disgusting. That's all I have to it's, say. It's gross. Um, but so after all these symptoms keep persisting, he decides, uh, I need to tell my parents, finally, I guess. Um, and they and he's like, I get this weird rash. I'm thirsty all the time. I can't stop shocking people. Ba ba ba. And the mom and dad are like, well, you're not showing any symptoms. Yeah, they take his temperature fine. and she's they like. Think, yeah, they think he's like trying to get out of a test or something. And he's like, no, seriously, something's wrong. And then the dad's like, maybe we should take him to see the doctor. And the mom's just like, this is what? where I lost it. I have a note on this. I can't believe I forgot yeah. about it. And she's, uh, so are we supposed to, this mom is like, not only is she like a hippie who makes like tofu beet cake, she's now like a fucking anti-vaxxer who doesn't believe in doctors, which is like <laughs> she, such it's a hard sell. It's a little much. She's like, the, Cody just goes, you said the D word. And he's like, I know. And then she's like, there no doctor is laying his hands on my, my baby. baby. And like, did he not go to the doctor as a child? Like, I, maybe that's why they didn't realize that he's a fucking merman. That well, no, technically that is explained later. But what I'm, but like, it's just so weird how she has such a vendetta against doctors. She's like, they're all quacks with stethoscopes. Yes, and, and then that's all like you her need phrase. is some and natural like, medicine like, from just... the earth. And Gaia, the Earth Mother, will send her your spirit. And then upon they also realize in the scene with Sam, where he electric, he makes her hair go electric. That she gave him acupuncture at home. That was her. She treatment. did. She did do acupuncture it's at crazy. home. Which I was like, that's not safe. You don't. That doesn't sound right. Uh, but what I was talking about is that there's a scene with them on a date at like a fair, and he tries holding her hand, and then her hair gets like super frizzy because you know static electricity, ha ha ha. But the thing is, through, even when he's not holding her hand, her hair is still super frizzy, so you can tell they did a bunch of takes yeah. of having like the frizzy and then, hair then thing. Some PA above had her. to run out and like smooth it down, smooth it down, smooth it down. Yeah, it, <laughs> and they're like, it, okay, again. It doesn't work. Um, and that's literally just the whole scene is them on a date and but but but. It's kind of funny though. It's cute. It's like one of those things that like a children's museum where you would like touch one of those static balls and then your hair would go wee. Yeah. Yeah. Basically that. But so then it cuts to him in his room, I guess that night. I don't know. Again. Tough to say. Time is an illusion. Um, And he is 
he starts like setting stuff on the walls. He gets like something stuck to his hand and he tries to pull it off. And it's like, he basically, again, major Sam Raimi alert. He like, it's literally, Spider-Man- the sh- it's shot for shot. It's- the Spider-Man scene where he's like hanging from the ceiling, like, you know, all fours. Where- and- yeah, where he where he like is up against the wall in the alley and puts his yes. hand on it and like realizes that he can climb up the wall. It's literally that scene, and then he calls his parents up and he's literally hanging from the ceiling <laughs> by his hands and feet, and he's just like, "Yeah, this is also a symptom that I have." And then the mom just goes, "Call the doctor." Call the doctors. Like like she calls it like straight up. Uh, so the doctor comes, which was I was thrown by because I didn't know doctors still made house calls in 1999. Yep, in this weird beast, beast, am I okay? In this whimsical beach village, they do. Yeah, I guess, I, I guess that's the point. Maybe they don't have a hospital or whatever. And doctor, and the mom is furious, this whole scene. She hates She's him. Just There's like, like a whole mm. thing of her hating this doctor, which I'm like, yes. we don't have time for this, but okay. No. Um. So he gives these exams and he's just like, you've been showing these symptoms recently. It's entirely pointless. And he says, I want to talk to talk to Cody without him, without the parents in the room. And they're like, all right. And then he's like, this is the wildest part of this whole movie. It's the weirdest thing. He says, Cody, I've made my diagnosis. And then hard cut to Cody telling the story of this to, I think Sam or is it Jet? I think it's, no, it's I think Jess. it's Jess because Jess because Jess knows about his transformation. It's Jess, and why would he ever tell his girlfriend about this? So it's that Jess. is triple. Yeah, you know, um, he says puberty. So this medical doctor saw that he was climbing up walls. That his parents told scales. him. His pa- his parents, literal adults who saw this with their own two eyes, said he had. He's been complaining about this weird rash. He's constantly thirsty. He's he, climbing up walls. Uh, he's climbing up walls. He has uh been shocking people according to him we haven't seen that happen but we definitely saw him hanging from the wall by only his hands and feet and that just went that's natural that's for a kid puberty that's what happens when your balls drop and you this start shocking people with went your dick. to like, medical school he had to get a degree he had to do years of residency and he's just like puberty that's why what? i think they made an artistic choice to not show that conversation because it would have been so unbelievable that's true and but and i get it's a kid's movie it's just a joke ha 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 but like come on come on <sighs> Yeah. It's a lot. It's tough. It's tough. I know. Um, so then he's talking. Yeah. So he's telling this to Jess and he's like, Jess. This is when they start do- to run the tests. Yes. He says, Jess, clearly the doctors don't know what's going on. Um, I need you. You're a nerd. That means you know everything. That means that you're an a scientist and also a doctor. That means you're- yep. So I need you to run some tests on me and figure out what's wrong with me. We need your tests. Like, I am just a child, but I will do this. But I will become um, a doctor for you. And then they go into a full-on like mont- investigation montage set to music like from the X-Files. I kid you not. The only thing I have written down about this montage is literally when he picked the scale off of him and to like put it on like the Petri dish. Like He po- picked a scale off of his rash. I literally screamed and almost threw it. <laughs> I was really? like, ah! like I was so disgusted, but that's the noise that I made. I was alone in my apartment, and I went, ah! I was so disgusted by watching it's... him pick that scale off of his skin. I actually thinking about it right now, I might throw up again. Like I, it's so. Well, disgusting. That's the thing is that I'm saying what I was saying about the the rash is that it doesn't look like scales. It looks like more like coral, like a rocky. It looks formation. like something I should never have to see again. It's disgusting. 
Yeah, it's not great. But yeah, he like, takes scales and he asks Cody, and they do oh. this thing with like a light bulb where they use electricity to power it. Yeah, it was and, like, like they, it was like a fun they, montage. He they make a Star Wars jump. joke. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he does. They make an Aquaman thing. Like I, I genuinely thought the fish jumping thing was gonna be the talking to fish thing was gonna be a joke where it was like yeah, it wasn't gonna you, work. You could, but no, nope, you could do you, like it'd be like you could do stuff like Spider Man. Why not Aquaman? And then be and then he just goes fish jump, and then the fish, fish flies goes out of the fish flying to its death out of the tank. Yeah, pretty. I, I guess. Um, but then the montage. Sorry, to take that a to a dark place, but like it's probably yeah. dead. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then the montage ends after, and again, still weird X Files music. God, I'm still thinking about that fucking scale. Oh my god. All right. God. Well, you know, what? let's let's take a break. Well, you can recuperate, get your thoughts back together, and we'll come uh, in and talk about. I the might rest not of come film. back. <laughs> uh, okay, so we'll be back in a second, guys. See you in a minute. Jess starts going through some of his dad's uh, mermaid materials, some of which are really weird. Like, they have really weird drawings of mermaids involved, and they're creeping me out, and I don't like it. Uh This dude is weird. And the fact that he hasn't been arrested is (laughs) mind-boggling to me. Mind-boggling. But then the dad comes down, and he's just like, what are you doing looking through my papers there, son? And he's like, oh, put it all back. And he's like, oh, you interested in mermaids? (gasps) And he's like... And he's like, this yeah. This is literally I get- a shot for shot. I swear to God, this is a shot for shot. Um, what's that show? Oh wow. I, my, I mean, my mind is so bad tonight. A detective show, not beautiful. Mind, criminal Minds. This is a Criminal Minds episode, shot for shot, <laughs> where like the murderer is trying to indoctrinate his protege into his murderation like fantasy. No, I, I was to gonna God. say. I I was gonna say. It's like the murderer has a son, and his son comes across all of his serial killer his materials. Trophies, his serial killer trophies. Yeah. I swear. Yeah, something like that. Um, but so he's like, yeah, I was just looking through some of your papers and it says here that mermaid, uh, child mermaids can live among humans in their early years and their aquatic biology does not start to appear until the 13th year of life. What an information name of the movie. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, that's just one theory. And I was like, well, it's an incredibly specific theory to the movie that we're watching right now. Oh, incredibly specific. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's basically the thing is that he's a mermaid now that he's 13 is mermaid stuff's happening. Um, although that raises a question for me is that if let's say this played out like how it was supposed to and Cody's mermaid mom still had him, does that mean you could just find like a, t- a human looking toddler just chilling at the bottom of the sea and like, I guess like it wouldn't have a tail. Did he like, not have a tail when she was carrying it around? And no, that little... no, it looked, no, it looked like a totally normal baby. That's why they adopted it. Like then the how parents did it have... survive? I mean, it, it could breathe underwater, but she had to swim with it is what I'm saying. But I'm saying like, until you're 13, do you not get a tail and you're just walking on the bottom of the ocean like a normal person? That's like, tough for I, me to believe. Uh, so then he comes to Cody with his findings after 
conferring with his dad creepily. And he says, I have a theory. You're not going to like it. And he's like, okay. <laughs> he's like, I believe you're becoming a merman. And he's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> and he goes, listen, like the, it all adds up. The water, the scales, your fish, like I've got a, here's a scale from, here's a scale from a fish. Here's a scale from you. They look exactly the same. You're half fish. You're a merman. And he's like, well, I don't rem- remember Ariel being, remember being able to do this. And he does the electrical thing, which nice cross branding Disney. Yeah. Great um, work. And he does a little shock thing and he just goes eels. And he's like, what? And he's like, electric eels. They have bio, That's, bioelectricity like just a, like you I, do. At that point I said stretch seems yeah. like a stretch. That's what I'm saying. The mermaids. Listen, Disney mermaids are magical enough that you don't need to include all these spider-man and static shock like powers like yeah they're not like all kinds of fish it's a person with a fish tail end of story end of it end it end it yeah you you don't need to add all this other like xenobiology bull nobody asked for it that's the thing so then he is freaked out by this but he does kind of believe it um and he he actually gets on board with him being a merman relatively quickly quicker than i would probably because i think i think in some way I think somewhere in his heart, Emma, he always knew. He always knew. He always, he always knew. knew. Yeah, he You're always probably knew. Right. You're probably um, right. And so he goes to his parents. He's like, listen, uh, I don't know if he officially says, I'm a merman. No, he does. He says, I'm a merman. He comes out, as a <laughs> he comes out to his parents. It's a whole thing. Um, but he's living as who he really is now, and we should be happy for him. And they both they both accept him. I'm just kidding. They don't. Uh, they He says... Hey, I'm a merman. That's what all this stuff has been. I got it. And they're like, Cody, you're not a merman. That's crazy talk. And he's like, no, check this out. And then he goes and gets his hand all wet in the sink and shows them how, like, oh, his the scales. Arm... And they freak the fuck out. Finally, yes. they believe him. They're like, just oh, like Emma baby, does. No. And, but it's funny as he says, I only scale. Only, only happens sometimes. Yes. And so I, I would, I, what if, what if, I couldn't help but think, like, what if happened if he did this big dramatic reveal? Like, look at me. And then he didn't scale up that time. And it was just like, <gasps> I'm a monster. I'm a monster. It's like, Cody, that's just your art. I mean, no, wait. And like just splashing more water onto it. And it just didn't happen. And so uh, they, now they believe him, kind of. I, they, they, I think they're pretty on board with the merman idea. But they're like, Cody, I don't know why this is happening, but it's clearly happening because of water. You need to stay out of the water. And he's like, no, I can't. When I'm in the water, I just feel right. Oy. It's the only, it's the only time I feel right, man. And he's like, Cody, he's obsessed no with, more He's water. a big boner for the water. Yeah. And then he's like, uh, but the state swim team is coming, uh, swim meet is coming up. He's like, you can't I'm go like, to that. I'm like, bitch, you couldn't even be bothered to get on time to the last meet. Do you really care that much? I mean, I guess he does. And he really wants to beat Sean. But, like, that's the thing is, like, if he's so into swimming, does he not realize that he has a huge advantage no. over everyone else? That does like, never touch not, the pun. It's not fair. It's not um, fair. You're a fish. Yeah. Speaking of which, great segue. They send him up to his room, and he's staring, looking at his fish tank, just like, I'm one of you now. Oh, yeah. And, that was another time where then, you're literally, he's speaking to no one. He's looking at the uh-huh. fish. He's like, I'm one of you guys now. Also, and we're just going to double back really quick. There was a scene where he's walking um, alone with Jess, talking about the new predicament of like him being a merman. And he's like, and Jess is like basically echoing his parents being like, you've got to stay out of the water, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. Stop going in the water. It's like clearly like what's causing all of this. Like, so don't mm-hmm. do it. 
And he's like, again, major boner for the water. He's like, gotta yeah. be in the water. Gotta feel the I water gotta, on my dick. It's gotta the have time it. time I feel right. And now he's like, I just gotta be in the water. And he's drinking a fucking massive bottle of Fiji yeah, he, water. He is doing that. And I'm like, and what in Caucasian? Like, I'm like, what are where where are you buying Fiji? It's the only brand I have seen the entire. That movie. is that is true. And then, but it's also in, during the investigation montage, he has like a gallon jug of water as yes, well. But, but you're right. Fiji it's really, really weird that it has stuck a Fiji. Out to me that is the most expensive water and i was like where are you getting fiji i love i I love the idea that fiji wanted in on this movie and do you think fiji wanted in or do you think that a pa just handed him a fiji water bottle and fiji just never watched this movie to notice that they're in it absolutely absolutely not but i love they would have gotten sued i love the idea of fiji being like you know we should start marketing more to children there's like, well, some do PA do who still wakes Disney... up in a cold sweat every single night hoping that Fiji doesn't see this movie and sue the fuck out of them because there's no way that they paid for that. There's no way they paid for Fiji. Um, I doubt I doubt there's even actually Fiji water in there. I bet they just no, found a bottle. No, I think some, they just found the a bottle and they just poured tap water into it. And they're like, drink this. Yeah, it's it's not great, but it is hilarious. And then they, they do another stupid dream sequence, which has no bearing Which on is like plot. another peyote sequence where I'm like, yep. what am I on? I feel very mm-hmm. out of body. It's literally like if someone put you in a sensory deprivation tank, you'd hear this music, basically. I would say there's like, like three too colors. many dream sequences in this movie. And I think I there think was there's only one three. too many dream sequences. And that because that number should be zero because they don't. I'm saying. Do anything. I think there was three, and I think there was three too many. <laughs> I think there's only two, but I get what you're saying. If that, um, I have felt like and three. Then, and then he wakes up, and he sees his parents are arguing about their son being a merman. And I guess As they're on board with do. it now. Classic. Yeah, rents. I guess. The, but so he sneaks out and goes onto the beach. And his look staring at the ocean, going from six to midnight, like you couldn't Looking believe. Looking at that crazy ocean. Yeah. And he just is like, this is a really bad idea. And immediately takes he his shirt off. He says it out loud. He says this yeah, is he a bad says, idea out He loud. says this is a bad idea. And you think there'd be like, this is a bad idea. A pause for dramatic effect or thought. He's like, this is a bad no, idea. It's like and his shirt's step already one, off. Step two. This is yep. a bad idea. Reveal. Like he's getting in the water. Uh-huh. And he did you see him swimming in the water. I say the water because it's obviously not the ocean. Dream sequence, but it's not a dream sequence. No, it's actually it is not. happening. But it feels exactly it like all of the dream sequences. So it, again, I'm bit. like, why did I need to see this again? But he's like swimming around and then he doesn't make contact. The mom is there, the mer mom is there. And she, uh, first of all, I'm officially trademarking the term mermom. That is mine. Um, Good, great, go with up, it, Ron. Came up with that on the spot. I love it. Um, the mermom is there, and she's like, my son, my child, you're, in, you're finding out about your powers. How delightful. And he's, like, swimming around, and he's like, oh, okay, I'm not being scaly or anything. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And then he does, like, a 40-foot vertical leap out of the water. Yeah, there was that. That was tough. Yeah, and the mom, like, catches him, kind of, or, like, helps him out of the why water. I can't tell she's involved Why is that a merman power? Again, I know we're going to touch on this multiple times, but why no, is being able was, to shoot yourself sense. out of the water like a cannon? That makes sense. It makes it would make sense if he had a fin, but because he just doesn't have, he, he also still just, just shoots has his up feet. vertically, Luke. Like he's not like diving like up and down like a dolphin. Like he's literally just yeah. shooting up directly vertical. It's not great. I, I get, but I I understand. But I was saying at least with this, I can understand where they're coming from. Not so much with the electricity and the sticky hands. That's out of nowhere. So then it cuts the next day, and the meat's happening. Mm-hmm. People are freaking out. If they need to swim. It's it's in their blood. The coaches again freaking out he's they're in like some kind of weird dark room below the pool it's very strange oh yes 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 <laughs> i was like why are we in a d- i feel like they like emptied out a dolphin tank for this scene like they were yeah, like yeah right, it definitely the felt out, like, it definitely the kid a very aquarium there. feel i've never been in like an olympic 
swimming pool, but I don't know. I can tell you for sure they don't have that. I can tell you with confidence they don't have that. And so, of course, Cody's not there because his parents are holding him back in his room and they're constantly checking on him. And he's like, I just want to be alone because I'm upset that I'm missing the me. And they're like, okay, because we're gullible idiots. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's my next note on the Coulier and anti vaxxer mother. How about these fucking parents? Call the fucking swim coach and tell That's what I have Why the same are they note. always like, where's Cody? The coach is like, where's Cody? Is he coming? Like, how about these this fucking is... parents? Like, my kid is having a medical emergency. He will not be in yeah, attendance. That's all. That's the thing. All you have to do is say, hey, coach, my kid can't make it. Sorry. Hang up. End of story. And then, like, he yeah, always I guess leaves the, the team fucking hanging. Have your dad call the coach. Yeah, that's the thing. It leaves the team hanging. You're right. I mean, it's not going to stop him from sneaking out, obviously. But I'm saying, like, you're right. Any sensible parent would inform the coach that my son is not going to be there. They know Take he's not going to meet there. He's, they know he's not going to be there. They told him he can't go. Yes. Call the fucking coach. Also, another thing I wrote down, they say the word merman so much in this movie. If you were playing a drinking game and you had drink every time they said the word merman, you would fucking be dead. You would be dead. <laughs> they say it much so like, much. Much like with Princess and Princess Protection yes, Program. It's very similar. I think Princess yeah. is actually worse. That would actually be yeah, like, you would be is, dead. That is worse. But this one is still very heavy-handed. It is. Um, and so Cody sneaks out and goes to the meet, shows up all of a sudden, and Jenna's like, Cody, what are you doing here? I told you to stay away from Marty Allison and your parents. And he's like, don't try and stop me, Jess. Like, don't I gotta do this. Me. I gotta be in the water. And I gotta swim. And he's like, Cody, you don't understand. You're taking such a big risk. And Jess is, again, the most logical person in this entire film. Yo, he's yeah. Like, he's, yeah like swimming, he's like, yeah. He's swimming is stupid. He's like, listen, dude. Yeah, he says swimming is stupid. But I mean, I don't know about that. But I'm saying he's just like, Dude, you're gambling with your life. If you get in the water, you could change into an entire mermaid right in front of everybody. You could reveal yourself. You don't know what's going to happen. It's an incredible risk. Don't do it. And he's like, you're right. I'll quit swimming. And he's like, okay, good. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. And he walks away. And I was like, oh, Cody, you got to be a dick on top of it, huh? Come on, really? And, and then he's like, really? You're willing to risk both your life for he's gonna the risk life it and all. reputation, he's gonna risk and it reputation all. for this team? And he's like, I, I've got to swim, man. He's got to swim. That's all I need. That's all I need in this life. I gotta swim. Um, He's gotta swim. And so he shows up again just in the nick of time for this race. And Sean, uh, and then Sean calls him out for talking to Jess. And he's like, why were you talking to that guy? And he's like, what? Why not? He's like, he's not one of us. Yeah, he's not what one the, of the team. Fuck? He's not on the team, man. We're the gods of this school. This kid and gets he, progressively more evil, like with every line they throw his way. They're like, oh, God, make the, we don't have a clear cut villain. Make the dude more evil. Like he becomes yeah. progressively more. I mean, the more... dad, the, the mermaid dad's kind of a villain. Yeah, true. But Wait, uh, not yeah, the mermaid. Like, what are you talking about? The, 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 the dad, the, the dad, yeah, the dad who loves mermaids is what I meant. Yeah. Um, it's like, there's no mermaid so dad. Like, She's a single like, mermaid mother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I realized how that could have been confusing. First of all, single mermaid, mo- mermaid mother sounds like a hot new sitcom on NBC. Come watch. Um, yeah, eight seven central. <laughs> Swim up. Anyway, uh, so he, uh, Sean is being a dick, and he's like, he's not one of us. You shouldn't be hanging with him. And he's like, whatever. He's my friend. And then Cody's just like, hey, Sean, you're like real good in silver because he decides to be a dick now. I guess he's an asshole. And so they swim. And uh, it starts out, Sean takes the lead, but Cody's right behind him. And then Cody just starts to wipe the goddamn floor with Sean because he's, he's a, a merman. merman. And then everyone's like, blow it away. He's like, Cody, you just shattered like a state record. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he raises his arms out of the water. And he's got like fins on his like. On his little, like, what are Forearm. I think I said forearm. 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 Like, right, like right below I almost the said, I almost said arm shins. Arm <laughs> But I'm saying, like, put your hands in front of you, listeners. Do it. Doesn't matter where you are. Just do it. And on the opposite side of the hands of the thumb is where these are. Put your arm shins just... out, everyone. <laughs> yeah. 
everyone raise your options up for Cody. Um, and he, and so he's like raising his arms and then Jess is like, yo, he has like idiot. visible and fucking cuts, dolphin and, flippers. And then it cuts to, uh, Jess's dad. Who is in with his... the bleachers of a 13 yeah. year old swim meet with fucking binoculars. Like, with, uh-huh, yeah. your friends and, really interesting. And, okay, to be fair, to be fair to the film, um, he has been, uh, kind of following Jess throughout this. Like, he overhears them talking about it at one point, and he kind of realizes when he's talking to Jess, he's like, Dad, how long was it ago that you saw your maid, your mermaid? And he goes, about 13, 13 years. And he starts to kind of put the pieces together that I think he thinks his friend Cody might be a mermaid. And then he looks at, he's there at the meet, and he's looking, and he's like, uh, oh, man, look at that. And then Jess is like, Dad, what are you doing here? And he's like, your boy, your friend Cody sure can swim. Um, it's so fucking weird, guys. So, he, but, so he's been on Cody's tail for a while now. In more pun. ways than one. Uh, yeah, dang it. I was just trying to <laughs> point out that it was a pun. got there first. Uh, you did. Um, and so he is like, I think this kid's a merman. But Cody freaks out that he's got arm fins. And he freaks out and he reaches for the little electrical thing that allows you to... Uh, that they used to time the swimmers. Yeah, when you and he, like it, hit it with your feet, yeah, I guess. Yeah, hit the bar and then it like says what time it is. And uh, his electricity power is shorted out. And then they pull a High School Musical where everyone makes a common orderly exit from the gymnasium because yep. the scoreboard starts malfunctioning and freaking out and sparking and blah 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 blah. Basically, like lights the shit up. He like electrocutes yeah. it. Like, uh, so he runs out and by and Sean also because Sean's in the lane right next to him. Sean sees his fins mm-hmm. and is like, "What's going on?" And so he follows Cody. This is also, I want to say, never resolved. Like, Sean, no. we never see Sean again. And that, it's not that's, a thing that's we ever my touch on. I was going to talk about that when we get to the ending. But the thing is, there's all this stuff with Sean, I like the ending of this movie. The ending of this movie is iconic. But at the same time, nothing that has to do with Sean is ever resolved. No. It ends on a bad note. Um, but Sean chases him into the locker room. And he's like, I know you're here, Griffin. I saw whatever it was that made you win. No one can make you that. No one could be that fast. No one can beat me. I should be wearing that gold. Yeah, he becomes uh, like a very crazy wait, hang on, villain. Hang on. This calls for a Goldfinger impression. I need gold. Um, oh, yikes. And, thank you. And so it's revealed Cody is on the ceiling using a Spider-Man, Spider-Man. powers. Another like shot for shot Spider-Man thing. Where, yeah. like, he hides what? on the ceiling from things. Like, there we go. Yeah, no, he hides on the ceiling from the Green Goblin. Yes. Literally, the villain chases into him in the room. Again, Sam Raimi, you you got some splaining to do. He got some like, splaining to do. It's honestly crazy how Disney Channel invented Spider-Man. Yeah, basically. Well, I mean, they now own Spider-Man, so this movie kind of called it. Um, so they so he does manage to escape, and and this is where I have the note of like they never explain why he can't stick to walls. Never, never, never touch me off. It. Um, so he gets back to his house, and uh, they start like hair drying his fins, trying to get them to go away. <laughs> and he's like, "They've never lasted this long before. I don't know what's happening." And then Jess shows up, and he's like, "Everyone at the swim meet's freaking out. You just shattered a state record, and then ran away in the confusion. Like you can't do that. That's crazy." And then he's like, "Yeah, Jess knows about this too. Don't worry." Then Sam runs into his house. Yes, Sam comes in, and she's like, "Cody, what?" And sees the and fins. as all weak women do, faints onto she- the. The ground. She faints on the ground <sighs> and then she they will cut to her waking up and she's like oh cody i had the weirdest dream that i saw and he's like you did no I, she's like i'm a mermaid and then they no, all four no, he, he says he say, he says listen i'm going through some stuff right now i have fins these are real it's happening and she just goes oh, you mean he's a mermaid and all four of them go merman merman please, in unison please. and she freaks out because there was a scene 
There was a scene earlier after he did the vertical leap where he was chilling on the beach and she came up to him and he was cold towards her because he didn't want her he to like see He kind of broke up with her. But then again, I really do not understand when they started going out, how yeah, they broke up. It's all But he, he did kind of break up with her. You're right. Because he didn't want her to see his arm fin. So he didn't want to like do much. So he kind of just made her go away. So she freaks out on him. And again, I got to say... We have seen a lot of terrible men in these DCOMs. She, I think, is the first terrible woman we have yeah, met. Yeah, she in sucks. This She's the worst. Get like, on board with your boyfriend being a merman. Stand by your merman. Damn it! I was gonna, I was gonna say you hope you yes! say that. Stand by your merman. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Uh, make my heart go boom, boom. boom All right, boom. done. Uh, Stop it. Sorry, Xenon. Well, that's not this one. Um. So she, like I'm saying, like, Raviv Ullman in the last one was a terrible human being, but he was supposed to be, like, the main character and, like, a good guy, kind of. She's supposed to be, like, a good girlfriend, I guess, but then the second the man that she loves reveals himself to be different than what she thought, she is, like... Gross! You if hid I this from me. Boyfriend, which disgusting. I don't, but if I ever got one, I would not break up with him because he was a merman. It's really Dude, shallow. That's the thing. Is you? Ex- I could. I could handle her being like, I need some time to adjust. She's out. Like, five thousand. She out is, of. You're there. No, she's angry at him that he is different. He. She is like, you're a merman. I can't do this. We kissed. Mm-mm. Gross. You're a fish. <laughs> she literally says that. Like, yeah, she's like, you're, you're a fish. fish. Yeah, it's horrible. An amazing like, he, insult. He, he's still, that's the thing. He's still a human. Like, he's still someone you have talked to at length. I don't want to say he's a human because he's a merman. But, like, he's still a person with thoughts and feelings just because he has a tail. Lucas, are you a merman? Love. You're really emotional about this. <laughs> Kid love. Anyway, um, so she's Audi. And then, okay, so yeah, he's all upset because Sam has basically left him and abandoned him. Yep. And then it cuts to, again, this is the real time has no meaning moment. It cuts to some time later, and he says, Sam, I haven't been, I've been ca- trying to get in contact with you, which at first I'm like, okay, he's been calling her a couple times. Fine. Then the, Sean is there, and Sean says, huh, I haven't seen you at practice lately. And I was like, what? wait, what? How, How long did we just skip? This was the one point where I was like, I didn't bother you as much in this movie as I think it bothered you, but this was the one point where I was like, how much time has passed? Uh-huh. And and Sam, by the way, still pissed, still super cold to Cody. She's uh, also like entirely. talking to Sean in like a weird... You want to take another shot at that name? I don't know what I just did there. You said, She's talking you said to Sean. Sean. She's talking to Sean and like when you see her like in this weird like, oh, is she fucking with Sean now? Like is she a little his bit. bitch she looks now? Kind of, like what's she happening? She looks kind of like she went to the other man. Yeah. Like my man was a mermaid, and I need, and I don't think Stand I should be alone by tonight. Your merman. Why Stand she by so your flaky? merman. She, you can't trust Stand, a hoe. Late, everybody at home. Stand by your merman. Stand by your merman. Stand by um, Sean immediately launches into this whole thing with Cody. Like, how'd you do it? How'd you beat me? Was steroids? it steroids? Yeah, Which, first of all, heavy whoa, shit Disney. For a Disney whoa! Movie. Some parent just had to explain what steroids were to a I child. I have written down in all caps, steroids? Pills? I was like, whoa, Disney, yeah, chill. Yeah, get in. I know, right? This is like that episode of That's So Raven that was all about cigarettes. Like, whoa, calm down. Yeah, it was um, a lot. So that's the thing. Is Sean saw the fins on his arms, right? Why does he, he think that... like steroids pills? Like, yeah, honey, like, do you know I what steroids do? Because I think you're yeah, confused. I... They shrink your dick but make you stronger. Then no point do they I... give you fins. No, that's what I'm saying. If I was Sean, the logical explanation I would have come to, like just trying to rationalize what I saw, would be he used some kind of like prosthetic fin thing to push himself through but the no. water better. Steroids. Like he attached pills. something. Steroids. Like, do you remember that? Pills. 
Like, do you remember that that toy I had when I was a kid that was like a shark? That was like shark equipment yes. that I would put on my hands. This I is all irrelevant, was, Lucas. I'm done. I with know, this conversation. but I'm making a sick reference I to a toy care. from the early 2000s. Um, like I thought he, that's what he would be doing, but he's like, oh, "How'd you do it? Steroids is Kills. cheating. The only way you could beat me." And then he, and then Cody just, and then no, Sean shoves him, and then mm-hmm. Cody like shoves him back, and then they basically like start like tussling and like shaking each other, and then Jess shows up, the nerd of this film, and he's like, "Hey, if hey, anyone's gonna be, get beat up today, it's me." Yeah, now that's not the thing. That's the thing too is he physically uses his arms and manages to break them apart. Like how? Like he's supposed to be the nerd. He can't be that strong. Nope, he but, is. Like he's like, "Hey, no, stay in your lane. You guys can't beat up each other. One of you has to beat me up at lunch. What are you gonna do? What am I gonna do with all this free time? Like this doesn't make any sense." And I My personal like, favorite part of this scene was the super self-aware teacher who just comes out of the classroom. Yeah, who's I like, did like I, the teacher. With a perfect, like, I'm not getting paid enough for this shit face. And he's like, I'm going to ask <laughs> does. a super dumb question. Like, is there a problem here? And I'm like, thank God someone is. That's what every yeah, teacher the, always says in these movies. And like, obviously there's a problem. They're trying to beat the yeah. shit out of each other. Yes. Um. He's And then Cody just walks away. Which, which is like, you can't you totally, do that to a teacher. No. If a teacher, if you just got caught fighting by a teacher, you can't just be like, I'm out of here. I'm out of here, no. No, that's not how that works. It's not at um, all. So the next important thing that happens is that he, he calls the girl on her 1999 goddamn landline. And she doesn't pick up. She doesn't up. pick she's up her just, landline. Just, no. She just, she's like, lit, she's just she's sitting there looking at it also. She's yeah. staring she, longingly she's de- at it. Yeah. And he's just like, uh, first of all, she has the worst voicemail message I've ever heard. Where it's just like, she's, hey. It's me. Like, if you want to live a great message, I might get back to you. Like, bitch, calm down. <laughs> You're 13. <laughs> You should yeah, get back to anybody. She's being very extra with this voicemail message. Although I gotta say, also that's a good, that's a question. It's 1999. Why does she have her own? She has, they must be rich. Own... They got the money. I, Sam's family yeah. is rich. But actually, maybe that's who gave him the Fiji. Oh, that's. Mm, I'm filling in the holes of this plot. Yep. Good job. Um, but she doesn't pick up because she just wants to listen to the voicemail. And he's saying, "Meet me in the cove tomorrow. I want to talk. I miss you, and I need you. I need you to stand by your merman." And she's yeah, the just, cove. She she doesn't give any indication about how she feels about this. None. And then it cuts to uh, the fisherman, whose name, we haven't mentioned it, but his name is Big John. Oh, uh, which I is didn't hilarious know that. to me. Yeah, they say that at one point. Um, the, so Jess's dad, and he's on his boat, and he's ma- manning a winch, basically. And he's like pulling up this net Making from the ocean. Making a mermaid net. And Jess is, Jess is like, hey, dad, what's that for? And he's like, what mermaid, son? What else could it be for? I'm finally going to catch him. And that, what I don't understand about this mermaid net is that it's a net on top. It's open at the bottom? I didn't get that either. Yeah, I think maybe the implication is that it's weighted at the bottom, so you drop it on them, and, and then, then it, it carries it carries yeah. it down to the bottom of the sea. But at the same time, that's going to take a while, so you could totally just... You're a mermaid. You can just swim out. Like, I don't understand why it's effective. But Jess sees this, and he's like, oh, no, this is bad. Uh, my dad's going to try and capture Cody's mom. I've got to do this. I got to go to warn him. And so he goes to his house and he finds out he's at the cove. And then we cut to the cove and Sam, the bitch who don't stand by her <laughs> merman shows up and he, and they're like, and they have this super awkward scene of them like forgiving one another, even though she, well, basically him forgiving her, forgiving him, even though she did something wrong. It was um, a lot. And then they kiss again, which Disney freaking breaking the bounds here. Oh, they do kiss again. A, you're right. They do. And, and so that's the thing is she's like mad that he didn't tell her. That he was a merman. He's like, I didn't want to tell you. Um, like, we're in the we're in junior high. If people wear the wrong shorts, people talk. And I was, and she's like, but I'm not people. And I'm like, bitch, you freaked out when you found out he was a mermaid. Yeah, you were like, not down with it. What are you talking about? Your people. She gives this whole implication that you like were- Cody. 
Cody, I will love she you. She was no like, I've what. been there since the very beginning. I was like, no, you have yeah, not. It's the worst. Um, but yeah, they do kiss again, like we said. Um, even though I don't understand how they get back together because she is the worst. And then he's <laughs> like, uh, you know what? I want to show you something. And he starts and he walks out to the ocean and his mom comes out and he's like, that's her. My real mom. How does he know my, that's his my, mom? My, my, my mer mom. I mean, I guess oh, through I, telep- telepathy. telepathy. I know. I think they had a scene earlier that was like she used like mermaid rainbow hand magic to let him know oh, or something. Whatever. It was it was really pointless. Um, and then he starts having like a full on Harry Potter my skull. But it's like it his burns. side. It's like his appendix is about to burst. Yeah, it looks like it's from grabbing. his chest. I was like, someone it's, call nine one one. Yeah, it's from his chest this time. I mean now. And he's like, go get my parents. Oh, I'm in so much pain. And then all of a sudden, he's like, Dude, Sam, runs, Sam runs away. Dude, shot for shot out of criminal minds. Yeah. And then so all of a sudden, a canvas bag uncovers him. And oh. then it is revealed that Big John, the mermaid fisherman. dad, the, the mermaid fisherman loving, the mermaid. The that, mermaid the, fucking the, dad. The, <laughs> the hash slinging, the slash. <laughs> it turns out that Big John, the fisherman who is obsessed with mermaids, has finally put together all the clues that, that were right is a goddamn, goddamn that was right. He literally has a line. I think it's a little earlier, but he says like, "Who would have thought that you're Everyone a mermaid?" And I Everyone was like, "You, you've been on his proverbial fishtail since the beginning. You're the only what one in this movie that's been you? studying mermaids for 13 years." Yeah, like I am, ugh, I am done with, with this guy. But he is. But I will say, I got to give the movie credit. I thought. That he was going to kidnap Cody, and then Cody was going to be his evidence that mermaids exist. Is that not no, what he was doing? <laughs> no, he uses Cody as bait for the other uh-huh. mermaid, basically. <laughs> because he wants to fuck the other one. This is, again, <laughs> like, way too weird for Disney. Like, why wouldn't he just take Cody and have that be his evidence? No, he has to lure the pretty sexy, sexy mermaid mom that he's been thinking about for 13 years because he's a gross weirdo. But so he gets Cody onto his boat. And the mom is seeing all of this happen and starts chasing the boat because she kind of knows that, like, this is it. This is the grand transformation into a merman. Uh, She's this like, is my the baby. Big deal. Yeah, my, my child, my son. You can't and give then, him a vaccine, and, and, but please bring him back to me. Yeah, And, yeah, and then Big John even, like, throws water on Cody because he's like, this will help you. Like, he's not trying to hurt Cody. He wants the – he's got bigger fish to fry. Swish, swish, swish. A.K.A. the mom. Um, bigger fish to yes. fuck, if you will. <laughs> So he lures the mermaid again. I, I yeah, we never really learned his name. It's just the mermom. Sorry, I forgot my own trademark. He lures the mer mermom. You are having such a problem saying. <laughs> he lures the mermom through the uh, bay, through the channel, whatever you want to call it. Through Cody's the literal bait. theme park pond that this is set yes, in, and then gets her near enough to the uh, where he has the net set up, and then uh, drops the net. And Cody even yells, "Mom, don't! It's a trap!" Both Cody um, and Jess are like. GTFO. Yes, Jess shows up, and then he gets her in the net, and then he's like, I got her, I got her, I finally got my poop. I found gold. He's like, I got her. There's gold in that there mermaid. <laughs> um, and he's like, no one's, everyone's gonna see that. I was right all this time. I ain't crazy. Um, he literally and, is like a crazy prospector. That's And great. then Jess goes full on like Rambo, and grabs his dad's knife. I really wish he had put it in his teeth, but he doesn't. Where did that knife come from, also? It, his dad's toolbox. 
Because it is, we've kind of blown up over it, but it's been a recurring thing in this film that Jess can't swim. And AK and is not cool because he can't swim in this weird sea village where swimming yeah. is above all. And Cody has been trying to teach him how to swim, but we've never successfully seen him swim. No, He's never. always wearing like six inner tubes and like three water wings. Um, and he just but goes then he, for it here. He just goes for it. He's got a knife and he just dives into the water. And he's like, hey, I'm not drowning. And I'm like, okay. Which is admirable. Like, he went for it. But also, yeah. just how about you roll your friend who is a fucking mermaid into the ocean into and have the, him yeah, solve this problem? Yeah, because this entire time where Cody's just laying out and it has, like, fins developing on his Baking feet. Baking in the sun. Yeah, he's like, put me in the ocean. Put me in the ocean. Like, put I him in the ocean. In the ocean. Uh, yeah. And so he's like, I got this. And then the dad's just like, what are you doing, son? Because he doesn't understand that the son is kind of upset that his dad's trying to kidnap his friend's mom. Which is weird that he wouldn't yeah. get that. And so the, so Jess starts cutting the net and he lets the mom go. And the dad's like, no, my mermaid. I was going to have sex with her. He doesn't say that. <laughs> but, and then he's like, cool, great, whatever. And then the universe decides that it hates Jess. And he just almost like, died. Just like everyone else in this, this town. This is scary. I was scared. This, this, this was legitimately kind of messed up. But everyone in this town hates Jess. And finally, the universe decides to get on the background. Because then the tether snaps. Uh, and the net falls to the bottom of the sea. And Jess gets caught in it on one of his foot, feet. Get caught in it. And he's being dragged to the depths of the sea. And the dad's really like, Jess... It was like yes, a literally. terrifying shot where like it's just his face floating and like bubbles are coming out of his nose and yeah, he looks no, it's, dead. It's it's kind of it's really yeah. Um, and then the dad jumps in trying to save him, and by, I say trying to save him, but splashing not trying around to save him. and never he going just, underneath the water. He never goes under the water. He's just last like, splashing around on top of the water. Yeah, I was like, dude, your child is dying. Like, come on. Also, I just realized. Uh, Cody has a full family, but we never meet Jess's mom. Yeah. Um, well, Cody's parents aren't his real parents. He has a mom. We don't meet his dad. Well, I, but I mean, they are his real parents. I know they raised him. I know, but like I'm saying, like he has two sets of parents. Let's. I know. For, but so, but I'm. But, but I'm still yeah. saying that's not. He doesn't have two full sets of parents. Uh, f- fair. All right. Fair. So we have maybe, one missing mom and one missing maybe dad. Maybe mermaids re- reproduce asex. I mean, that's asexually. nope. <laughs> I'm not but getting so, into that with you. Yeah. Okay. So then, all of a sudden. Cody comes up and saves Jess from the water. We never see him get in the water. No. Fun fact. Never see him. Don't it know happen. how he got in there. Just rolled I his, guess through the power of stuff. friendship, he found the strength to force just himself to into the ocean. Into but the ocean. here's my question. Why didn't the mom save him? He just saved yeah, where her was life. the where was the fuck was the mom during all of this? She's right there. She just got released from the net. She's by the boat. And he's like, oh man, she's like, man, this kid just saved my life. Alright, screw him. Hope he dies. And then it's like what the hell? Yeah. I don't understand. Also, the the fact that the mermaid saved his son would have been a good reason for the dad to let it go. I know. Um, but I guess the same thing happens with Cody, so it's kind of whatever. Moot point. Yes. So, um, they... He, he drags Cody... Nope. Cody drags Jess out of the water and puts him up on a dock. And then all of a sudden, the mom, the dad, and Sam all show up on the Are dock. There. I don't know. I don't know how they knew where to find him. They're there. But, but yeah... And then the mom try, attempts CPR, which, huh, I guess modern medicine is useful sometimes. Yeah, huh, she Dharma. hates modern medicine, but knows CPR. Because she's like fucking Dr. Quinn medicine woman. Like, she knows her <laughs> natural remedies. Um, I guess. Um, but so she tries to CPR him and have Sam. She she does the hands-on thing, and Sam breathes into his mouth. Also, like, why but would it, you not make an adult do that? Like, Sam was a child. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but then Cody's like, they, they can't get it to work. They can't get Jess breathing. So fun fact, Jess is dead. Jess dead. is dead. Legally right? dead. He is, They're like, he, he has, has no pulse. Physically he has dead. no he has breathing. No pulse. He's not breathing. He is dead. He is dead for the scene. 
his character is medically dead. For all of his purposes, he's dead. Yes. And then the second Cody says, I have an idea. I, I know he's exactly. He does. And again, this is why they included the electricity powers because someone had this idea, I guess. This was and like a fever does... dream. Some, some fucking producer at Disney had and they were like Absolutely. what if the mermaid shocked someone back to life he was like he, he does he puts his hands on him he doesn't rub his hands together like the, they do with the crash <laughs> carts or whatever I wanted but him to though I did he just puts his hands on him and does a quick the shock is really unsatisfying it's just like a <laughs> like I want I want like a full like k-k-k-k. when you see it on like medical TV shows it's always like a k-k-k-k. yeah like it's like, like a, a noise here it's just like zzz like, well, it sounds anyway, like a microwave. Anyway, he him twice and his eyes little uh, squints his eyes open. This is yeah, also like shot he, for shot from the sandlot of like when squints fakes drowning. Yeah, And they is. pull he's him out of the pool. He's literally off-brand squints who's good at mermaids. Um, who's good at marine biology. And so he's he is immediately, despite just dying, he's immediately like, yo, I just had a weird dream that I was kissing your girlfriend. And I was like, dude, you just died. Be a little more yeah, like. Also, apparently <laughs> when that was happening, he was legally dead. So how do you yeah, remember? I, <laughs> I don't know, out-of-body man. experience? I guess. I mean, who knows what happened when we die, Emma? True. Um, so the mom shows up uh, out of the water, the mermom. And is like staring at them. Just stares and, intently and they, they show at the us the, They give us, a, they give us a shot Roman. of. We get a shot of Cody's feet, by the way, and he is going full, full tail. Fins. Like it, it's it's coming out. Um, and he's and he's like, I have to go with her. The human mom is like, Cody, no, you're my baby. I don't. I, I've raised you. I don't want you to go away. The mer mom just stares deeply into her eyes and she just goes, No, it's okay. Go with her. She says she'll ha- it won't be for long. You'll be she'll back before back. school starts. And that's my question. Is it summer now? I don't does know. She mean, they were does just she mean before, school. Does she mean before school starts the next day? It was like, just, it was does literally. That mean, does, that mean, thought, does that mean he's leaving, ending this year early, and then they're going to get it again on the next one? And also, this means that the mermom is officially letting him continue to live his life on land, I guess. Yes. They never explained that. According and to this, I, thought, I thought once your, the fish part like takes over your body, can he just like facilitate back and forth now? I I guess. In which case, why hasn't the mom gone on land to see her son? I don't at some know. Point? She's a bad like, mom. Not, and that's what I'm saying. I dislike this ending, but at the same time, because again, it comes kind of out of nowhere. It's very, very sudden. It doesn't make a lot of sense. It completely throws away all the <laughs> stuff built up with Sean. The dad, the villain, uh, by which I mean the fisherman dad, is just all all of a sudden really on board with helping these mermaids. Mm-hmm. And that, but then at the same time. Watching Cody go into the water and then leap out of it with his fully grown mermaid tail nice. is iconic. It was it iconic. Is, it's magical. It looks and I good. Can't also, hate it. I love the effects. Uh, the look CGI good. looks all right. It looks fine. Like the, the physical effects on his feet are kind of are kind of really obviously like scuba flippers. You know what? I mean, whatever. Like the, the, the arms look. look the, the ones on his arms looked fine. Like they just look like the rest of the rash, like corally and coarse or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the feet look super fake, and I, I was like, whatever, I don't care. And then, uh, but the tail looks really good and he does a jump out of the water and you go like yeah in my, in my head at least and then he waves goodbye to his mom and uh and he says he says goodbye to sam as well but screw that bitch she doesn't believe him in any way and uh then he kind of just swims off to the sunset yeah and i have a lot of questions about that like when yeah. like how does like the she how does the mermaid know how schools work yeah <laughs> when is he coming back he why does transform she transform back into a human powers yeah it's a lot that's what i'm saying it's an imperfect ending but it's still a good one because you do and i really don't know like, how else they would have done it so yeah to them. i think I, I do think it would have been a tough check to cash so i can't fault the movie too much on it but um i i that's the that's 13th it. year 
and it's pretty good, y'all. I like, liked it. This is this was honestly this, a I hard was, episode to do because I didn't have that much to make fun of it. Yeah, I yeah, I definitely feel like I couldn't make fun of it that much. I feel like I could make fun of certain things, but I couldn't make fun of too much exactly. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I honestly. I thought it was pretty good. I, I loved enjoyed it. it. I, I'm glad great. I watched it. I'm glad. This is the first one that I think, honestly, has held up r- the best. Like, I think Halloween Town should kind of be put in a category mm-hmm. of its own because that's a holiday movie. Yeah. Um, but I think this one probably has held up the best because I remember it being like kind of fun and enjoyable, and I didn't expect it to be great, but it was good. This held like, up. It held up. This, yeah, I'd say it holds up all right. So I, you know what, I would recommend it to our audience. Check it out. Check it out. It's it's pretty good. Unless it's a, it's scales a gross one. you out, in which case this is not for you. Yeah, I definitely think after listening to this, if you're still interested in seeing it unfold, I think you're going to enjoy it. You're going to have a good time if you're a fan of decoms. Yeah. Um, but we do not have a tagline this month, unfortunately. So we are just going to go straight to the rankings. Emma, I ask you this every month. Do you remember your rankings? Not at all. Wonderful. Uh, I have them right here. So. Our current rankings are me, number one, Kim Possible, So the Drama, Halloween Town, You Wish, Smart House, Pixel Perfect, Princess Production Program, Johnny Tsunami. You, Halloween Town, Princess Production Program, Pixel Perfect, Johnny Tsunami, Kim Possible, So the Drama, Smart House, You Wish at the bottom. Where do you rank it? I would like to put it above Princess Protection Program. So you think this is your this is your number two? Yes. This is Halloween Town, 13th year, Princess Protection Program, Pixel Perfect, Johnny Tsunami, blah, blah, blah. Yes. Second best. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to do you only a because better. I just really thought this was very enjoyable to watch and it didn't feel mm-hmm. pained. I wasn't groaning yep. through the whole thing and also it has a lot of childhood nostalgia for me. Yeah, that's fair, but I'm going to do you one better. I'm putting this one at the very top. Above Halloween this, Town? I'm putting it cuz that's the thing. Here's You're the crazy. Thing. No, here's the you thing. You crazy. Me, listen, it's boy. my turn to say something. Here's my turn to say something controversial. Well, Halloween Town wasn't my number 1. Kim P. Kim Possible is my number. That's still he, fucking weird. That that's weird. That's let me explain whack. my reason. You're entitled let to me, your wrong opinion, but like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me explain my reasoning. Kim Possible so the drama is a good movie, but at the same time, it's from a really good TV show. So it's not hard to make a good movie from a good TV show. Halloween Town they is They didn't enjoyable. have to reinvent the wheel, is what you're saying. Yes, and it and they did a good job with it. Halloween Town is very enjoyable. It's iconic. It is as classic as it gets. But at the same time, I feel like there's no drive to watch Halloween Town during any time of the year but Halloween. It's a holiday movie. Okay. Like, it's still fun, and but I, st- I still had a lot of problems with it. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't hate Halloween Town. I like Halloween Town. It's good. But at the same time, this movie is the first one where I can say I would watch this any time of the year. It's a fun movie. It's cool. It's number one for me. That's oh. so best one, best one we've watched so far, in my opinion. Okay. Well, I respect your opinion. Thank you. My it's wrong, wrong but I respect <laughs> it. Um, so that's our rankings this month. Um, I know we normally do plugs and then talk about the movie we're watching next month, but let's do the movie first because we, we got some stuff to talk about at the end real quick. So, Emma, what movie are we watching next month? Because you get to pick for April again. Oh. Go. I don't know. Did you forget? I, told I didn't you. remember. <laughs> I told Emma Wait. we specifically did this. I picked January, February. You picked March, April. Okay, I'll pick you... one right now. It's better okay. just to be I... more of a spin of the wheel. Okay. Um, spinning the wheel, spinning the wheel, spinning the wheel. Um. Oh, I know which one I wanted to do. I've got it. Oh, I've you, got it. You... I remember. Okay. Get a clue. Starring Lindsay Lohan. Oh, yes! No, not that song. One. Yay! Oh, come on, man. I want to watch something s- I want to watch, and this is such a good one. Uh, <laughs> this is one I'll of my favorites. Some- 
I cut you some slack. Song where it's like, get a clue. I cut you some slack in February, and I got, I gave you Pixel Perfect, and this how you do me. Yes, you give me get a clue. You know what? To be honest, Thirteenth Year is more of a boy movie. It's literally two male characters. Like with this, I picked more of a male movie for March. We can deal with some girly mini skirts solving crimes <laughs> fine yay um, and there will fine, be a style corner I, there might be multiple fine, style corners there's also going to be a lot of times where i talk about what Lindsay lohan is doing right now currently in 2017 uh, to be and fair, the answer I, is drugs <laughs> to be fair i mostly don't like this movie because i always get it confused with clueless that other movie that's like which is like Channel an actual movie. feature film yeah and it has paul rudd in it yes i've seen like five seconds of it but i feel like i don't know whatever to get everybody um, geared up get a clue stars Lindsay lohan fine we can we'll fine we'll do and a, thir- we'll do a 13 a, year old student Lindsay lohan enlists her friends to rescue her english teacher who she thinks has gone missing fine we can do i mean i can't stop you you, you can't stop me I'm, in, I'm going but i'm saying we can do this and i will go along with you on this but what I'm saying is I'm going to get you in uh, May. Sure. I'm, gonna co- I'm coming for you. Sure. Um, it's going it's to be... Lin- I'm get a clue inspired real... me to be a journalist, okay, you guys? Like, it's great. All right. We'll do get a clue. So yes. look forward to that. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen this so in so So just real long. quick before we wrap up, Emma, do... Uh, no, I'll go first, and then you can do your plug at the end. It also Normally. takes place in New York City, which is where I live. It's great. I love this movie. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So normally, this is the part where we do our plugs, and I plug Audio Entropy, which is a podcasting collective, blah, 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 blah. But this is doubled as a plug and a special announcement, because normally I plug Audio Entropy, but this is the first time I get to plug it as a member of the collective. Yay! We have been invited to join the Audio Entropy Podcasting Collective. It's very exciting. They've got a ton of great shows. I talk about them all the time. There are a ton of great people. Um, and it really means a lot to us that they asked us to come on and join. Uh, there, it's going to be really great. And if you've been listening to this since the beginning, uh, nothing's really going to change much. I don't think. Like we're just going to have, we're just going to have a change. different uh, website. I'm going to start doing an accent. All of you love doing Possibly. accents, but you're so bad at all of them. But you're bad at all oh, of I them. I love accents. Um, so uh, oh, keep check out, keep uh, following. <laughs> us on Twitter at the comedy podcast for updates, but you should also follow audio entropy on Twitter and you should check out their website, audioentropy.com because we will probably be on it by the time you hear this question mark. I don't know. It's in the works, but we are on the network. It's very exciting. We are very grateful. It's a big deal. Yay. Emma. Um, I would like to announce that my Twitter still is in existence and you can still follow me there. Oh, really? Also, wow. Yeah. It's big news guys. Emma Stone Tyler on Twitter. You can also follow me on Instagram. Toss me some hot likes. Emma Stone Tyler on Instagram. I make it easy for you guys. Yeah. She um, just went. Uh, part of the reason we're recording so late in the month is she went on a European tour to see the uh, Harry Potter play. So I'm sure there's some hot takes on her Instagram. There is so some hot takes about me talking about Draco Malfoy being dressed as a wizard coke dealer. Go come for that. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think that's gonna do it for us this month. Oh, I almost always forget to do this. Um, on top of that, just make sure you uh, uh, com- uh, rate, review on iTunes and Google Play Music. And subscribe. Unless you're going to give us a bad review, then go fuck yourself. Only go I'm, for if it you're, if you're going to give us a good listen, review. Listen, if you're going to give us a bad review, tweet at us first. Let me know and I'll make the changes. 
unless it yeah, has well, anything to do about with me because give, I'm perfect. If give, it's something give, Luke's doing, <laughs> then to let us give, know. Give us your feedback and then we'll work on it. And, and then, then you can go change. give us a five star review. If, I, if you're not yes. giving me all the fucking five stars, we're, get to we're, step in. Hit us up on Twitter. We will take your, we will take even, we will take Unless you comments. criticize me in any way, shape, or form, which I will block <laughs> she, you and I will, will call fall, the police. And she, she will fall to pieces and no longer do the podcast. I will stop recording. Uh, okay. Um, I don't but, handle criticism well. Yes. But that's going to do it for us. Um, come back next month for uh, Get a Clue. Ugh. But uh, thank you so much for listening. And please remember, if you have a special man in your life who is just turning 13 and maybe exhibiting um, thirstiness, of puberty. Dry, dry, skins, uh, dry skin and fins on the arms. Boners for the water. Be, boners for the water. He may be becoming a merman and you need to stand, stand by, by him. Stand by him. Uh, thank you so much, guys. DCOMs forever. Bye. God bless you all. <laughs> it's great, Sam. There's more. But this one you don't have to open. weird we could try again maybe on your next birthday